Hello, and welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast, with your hosts, Tyler W. Moore, Christopher Strong, Beth Christine, David Wayne Young, and Scott Reacher. Ho, 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 ho. Welcome, everyone, to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast Christmas Double Feature. Today, we will have two sets of hosts reviewing two movies, which are sure to be Christmas classics. Let's get the show on the road with the first movie. Tyler here. Scott. And David. So, and uh, what, what are, what, what's the movie that you chose for us to watch? Let me, before he even says... Uh, let me tell you guys that I gave David the option because I like him so much. I gave him the option to watch a good movie. I was going to totally punk the other guys and make them watch bad movies and let David watch it, choose a good one. But what did you choose, David? Let him know. I, I let chose, the folks at home know. I chose a really good movie. It's called Santa Conquers the Martians. <laughs> And uh, Santa Claus conquers the Martians. Santa Claus, yes. yeah. from 1964. Yeah, five years before you know we actually met Martians or whatever happened on the movie. <laughs> whatever Stanley Kubrick led us to believe. Right, <laughs> man. Where to even start with this movie? The beginning, I guess. So Obviously. yeah. So uh, well, Scott, what happens in this movie? Oh God. Um. <laughs> okay, so there's. These guys, they have they have buckets on their head with like antennas sticking out of them. They're, they're known like, as Martians. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, they're Martians. They? Okay, they're Martians, and, and they're like, "Hey, our kids are watching TV all the time. Let, let's let's go down to Earth and kidnap fucking Santa Claus, and they they, they kidnap Santa Claus." It's true. That's the whole first act. <laughs> so uh, we meet our Santa, um, and you know what? I like one of the things I was looking forward to is seeing. Who Santa was gonna be? Right. Because I was like, this could go either way. You could have a really good Santa, or just like be completely off. And neither of those really happened. It was more like, I was like, why is Santa like on pills? <laughs> like Santa forgot forgot to take his medication. There were times where I believed that Santa could in fact be this person that was portrayed. Yeah. And. Not all of those times were pleasant, of course. He's kooky. Yeah, he's really kooky. Um, I feel like, I feel like the thing that I noticed most with Santa was that he was very into all the jokes that he made. Yeah, he, he was the only one laughing every time he made a joke, and it was really uncomfortable at first, especially. Yeah. So because he'll keep laughing and laughing about. Something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right, right, yeah. yeah. Um, but Rub no, it in, Santa. No, so like, yeah, you got like, like, like Scott said, they have like buckets on their heads, and they're just like they got green face paint, and it's just constantly smeared. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, like it changes between shots. Yes, for sure. Um, and so we also like you know, so like we go to because they're on Mars, obviously being Martians. I didn't know that was the same planet that the Great Gazoo came from, but apparently so. Um, <laughs> And we're introduced to some of their inventions, such as table beds. Right, table um, beds. Hamburger pills. And, of course, uh, <laughs> you know, man, the kids aren't, you know, going to bed, so I had to use my sleep spray on them. <laughs> also known as chloroform, more than likely. <laughs> oh, so they're not that advanced. They're just using stuff we've been using. <laughs> you know, but for different reasons. They use it on kids, and we use it on... Oh, 
No, um, I guess well, it's the I same. Guess, <laughs> what's this we? <laughs> we? So, you know, like, yeah, we got a, we got a problem here. Like, right. the, these Martians got a problem. What are we going to do about these children, these chillins watching TV? That's all and they want to do. That's all they want to do. They just want to watch Santa Claus on the goddamn TV. So let's go talk to this old alien man. Yeah. Uh, who apparently is, like, Eddie Redmayne and, like, Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> Time of year is it? <laughs> they want to have toys from Santa Claus. Like I'm pretty sure he keeled over as soon as he was done. <laughs> oh my god! He was so long-winded. Like I know. this poor old man, like had to memorize all this dialogue. And, and they're like really long takes too, so the yeah. camera just sits on him for a very long time, and it gets really uncomfortable. You feel like he's having a heart attack while it's happening. See, I already feel bad for Eddie Redmayne that he has to do lines ever. Oh. Yeah, but you know, now this guy. Um, and then by the way, in that scene. Saturn's just hanging out in the background for the whole like twenty minutes that he's speaking. Yeah, yeah. no, this tw- like the single twenty minute take. There's just Saturn like is within comp- like you can reach back and grab it. It's so fucking close. The whole time he's talking, he's talking about how Martian kids miss out on having fucking I childhoods. Stopped and- I stop paying attention to what yeah. he's like, he looks like a really old Moses. He has like the staff and everything. It's like Lopan. Yeah, Lopan. Jeez Louise. Uh, so. Like, okay, we're going to go to Earth. We're going to go kidnap Santa Claus and... To make uh, our Martian kids happy. We're, uh, we're we're sitting here like, okay, let's see this ship. And it was actually decent. Yeah. And yeah. I'm almost disappointed by how decent it was. I wanted it to, like, be on a goddamn string. <laughs> and, like... I mean, like, listen, there are planets on strings in the background, and that was pretty great. They're swaying around and everything. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. But... That makes me wonder, because, I mean, we do see with the ship that they use the same shot both times, you know? Like, yeah. from from takeoff to landing in on reverse. Mars. <laughs> yeah, in reverse, they use it. And, um, you know, we barely see the ship. We see maybe, like, four different shots of, you know, quote-unquote, the ship. Yeah. So I'm wondering... Exterior-wise. Right, exterior-wise, of course. Um, did they, maybe possibly, use some uh, some other ship's footage? Because we've seen a, bo- a bunch of stock footage. Yeah, this movie was about, like, you know, like, maybe 10% stock footage. Right. Because, like, we, you know, you'd see, like, actual, like, rockets and, you know, like... A little like, too much of it, actually. Yeah. Air Force planes and everything. Like, this is very clearly, like... Air Force, like, you know, PSA footage or whatever. And then we cut back to, like, cheap cardboard set. Like, and, like, I know Scott and I, like, it, it was, like, one where, like, like, a rocket's launch and we cut back to, like, this fucking set shakes as the door opens. And we're just laughing our asses off. That's what you guys saw. I wasn't sure. Oh. <laughs> I just saw y'all laughing. I'm like, crap. The one time I'm like looking at y'all instead of because I'm trying to gauge y'all's like reactions every time something happens <laughs> in this fucking movie. But so like they're kind of hovering over Earth for a while. Yeah. And uh, um, Volgar, uh-huh. uh, the big you know mustached alien, uh, he goes how he's like looking at like you know the New York skyscrapers. He goes how primitive, and it's like you guys live in like fucking rocks, dude. Yeah. And he's literally in a cave later. How primitive. How primitive. Um, and then so like they uh they like zoom in on like the street corner and they see like you know like 
like a guy dressed as Santa like ringing a bell. Yeah. And we're like, oh my god, is this movie about to have a good joke? Right. And they kind of like ruin it a little bit by mm. like, oh, there's a bunch of them because we thought that like they were gonna kidnap the wrong Santa. Right. And I was like, that's a fucking like, and you know, like maybe they like get him, find out it's not really him, drop him off, or maybe they could have kept him the whole time. Either one would have been great. Right. But uh, no, they kind of just they kind of spoiled it. Yeah. But I just they kept going. I remember um I remember thinking that this was going to have so many different types of story. Yeah. And just every time I was like sincerely disappointed by how it went. And yet every time I made a guess, I was like almost 100% right. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> Oh, so, wait, there's going to be a polar bear. And then there was a fucking polar bear. Like, I, I would be joking. Right. I'd be like, so, like, they kidnap some children, and they, they're they like, oh, man, shit, dude. Santa's out in the North Pole. That's where you got to look. So they're like, okay, little kids, you're coming with us. They go to the North Pole. Uh, kids just walk out in the North Pole. They're like, oh, shit, dude, we got to get to Santa, like, first. And, uh, like... I, I thought it would be... So, like, at one point, like, a Martian, like, points down at the tracks. He's like, well, there there they go. Uh, they're, you know, obviously they've gone that way. And I was like, they don't necessarily know what, like, children's feet look like. What if they're, like, following, like, polar bear tracks or something? They got, like, mauled by a polar bear. <laughs> and then, like, so he... Volgar finds the kids and runs into a polar bear. <laughs> or... What is a man in a polar bear costume? Hey, at least the mouth moves. That's true. It did. Yeah. I think it did. <laughs> Proper polar like, bear noises. And it's like reaching through a hole where it's obviously big enough to get through, but it yeah. just doesn't. Yeah. It just pretends like it's too big. Yeah. And then, so, like, you know, they're looking. I think they're like, oh, there's Santa's workshop. And, like, I was like, is that a robot? <laughs> But I was like, no, there's no way it's like this cardboard robot, you know, like weird classic design robot. I thought it was just like a tower or something. I think you were on the same page with me, David. And then it starts moving towards them. It's Torg, (laughs) the robot. Torg. Torg is a homicidal robot owned by the Martians. (laughs) Volgar like drives him. And um, by the time they make it to Santa's workshop... Torg all of a sudden is like the fascination of Santa. Santa's like, oh, it's very well designed. Because he thinks he's a toy. Yeah, he thinks (laughs) it's a toy. And then Torg just stops trying to attack. Yeah, he just he, he runs out of batteries or something. They're like, oh, Torg's now a toy. Kill them. Kill them, Torg. Oh, shit. Someone wind him up. Come on. (laughs) What's going on? They they said, I think the dialogue literally said, uh, he's he's now a toy, because Santa because just... he by sheer force of will, <laughs> Santa sheer tyranny it. of will, he becomes a toy. I guess. <laughs> um, so... Santa mentally raped this robot into <laughs> just coming. You you are a fucking toy. Um, so they take off with the kids and Santa off to Martian land. Off to Moron Mountain, right. and uh, the the I think it was the news reporter, or uh, it, was, it was like a scientist or something. Uh, he's like, "Oh, these Martian monkeys! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at these Martian monkeys!" I wonder what year this was made. Yeah, uh, the German or Austrian scientist. Yeah, yeah. what a he sounds, <laughs> he sounds exactly like you think he does. Yeah. 
before he even talks, you know how he's going to sound. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, later... Is he smashing monkeys? <laughs> is he smashing monkeys? And then uh, later on, not long enough after, uh, like, you know, Volgar, he's just, like, he's so pissed off that they're about to, like, do all this stupid kitty crap with uh, with Mars. It's the planet of war, after all. And uh, he says, they're going to turn us into Martian mellows. <laughs> That's right. Martian mellows. So, no, that's comedy. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, so we're in the uh, we're in the ship, right? Right. Uh, they've got you know Santa and the children like in like this cell, holding cell, yeah, this holding cell, and you know Santa's you know laughing his ass off at his own jokes. Uh, the poor kids like, are just like, sitting there, like a child like farting in the bathtub. He's just sitting there giggling, <laughs> and uh, so uh, this this very silly alien, you know, like he's just always got like a goofy expression on his face <laughs> you know walking around all like all d- dumb and like a limp noodle uh, his name's droppo apparently because santa goes oh here comes silly old droppo uh, if i can't make you laugh droppo will make you laugh you guys know droppo right <laughs> like he's talking about him like he's his best goddamn friend i've only known him for like five minutes <laughs> Oh, but Droppo there, he's gonna help you. Listen, I maybe I'm maybe I'm not your taste, but Droppo, listen up. Droppo's the shit. Okay, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna tickle your funny bone. What <laughs> kids? Speaking of Droppo, didn't you make another prediction that just turned out to be just swell? Well, I made a few predictions. That's that, true. Yeah. Uh, you did. But specifically on Droppo, you know, he was just, he was very into the whole Christmas thing. Yeah. So I thought like, okay, like this is definitely going to go a certain way because I was like, okay, San- he's going to become the Martian Santa. Um, and I had a couple other like sub predictions that like kind of came true. Because uh, so he, I was like, he's going to try to put on Santa's clothes or something. That happened. Yep. Uh, and when he was initially the first time trying to put them on, uh, Santa goes like, oh, uh, you need to gain a few pounds, Droppo. Ha, 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 ha. And uh, so Santa's like, fat. Do you get it? Yeah, dude. And then so like he's uh, he's like putting on Santa's clothes again. And uh, uh, Droppo's like, oh, Santa ne- says I needed to put on a few pounds. I was like, he's going to try to like gain a bunch of weight or whatever. And so he... Uh, like starts taking the hamburger pills, and uh, instead just stuffs like a pillow in his uh, in his suit. Right. So only kind of. Only kind of that that one you know like half a point, but no, he became the Martian Santa. It yeah, happened. He did. Yeah. And in fact, it was a fun little switcheroo, like what we thought might have. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, that was true too. Yeah. Yeah. They kidna- I was like, they're gonna kidnap the wrong guy, and yeah. he did. They really did. Volgar, yeah, Volgar yeah. Um, turned out to be, you know, even more of a dick than <laughs> than we realized. You know, he's like, well, you know, screw this Santa stuff. You know, you just gotta make Bunch your of dumb millennials. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but Volgar decides to uh, not only kidnap Santa, but to you know, screw around with the new toy factory that they built in Mars. Yeah, you know, in the Mars compound or whatever. Um, so they steal that Santa, and then Santa, all he has to do is push a button here, you know, yeah. which he didn't care for. <laughs> he said that his finger was tired. 
goes, from uh, pushing buttons. Uh, oh, Santa's fingers. Santa, Santa's fingers. Santa's been doing something with his finger. <laughs> and it's sure hurting now. <laughs> so, not only did Santa not like pressing that button, but once you have the factory malfunctioning, you, you got all these toys that are coming out wrong. And he's like, this would never happen with, you know, with a handmade toy. And you're like, ah. The theme. Yes. <laughs> no automation. Bad robots. <laughs> yeah. Robots are bad. And TV's bad. TV is yeah. Stop bad. watching this movie. Yeah. Obviously. Um, well, no, well, no movies is fine. Just no TV. Uh, but uh, there was another prediction and another actually decent gag. Um, so uh, in the in the prison cell again... Or the holding cell, I should say. Sure. Let's you know, let's let's be humane here. Um, uh, Volgar is like, hey, you guys want to like you know see the ship? And I was like, I, I like I was I think I was joking. joking. I, I was like, he's gonna show him to the airlock. <laughs> they go into the fucking airlock, dude. Um, and then. So, uh, I was so like the the boy. I don't even know what the boy's name is. Uh, or yeah, he's like ex- he's like explaining, you know, like. In vivid works. detail, how an airlock works. <laughs> it's like, could you make this any more obvious? What's gonna happen? Um, and little girl, she goes, uh, "Yeah, he wants to be a spaceman someday." And he says, "Well, you can be a." And then, no, like while she's saying that, I'm like, "You can be a spaceman now." And then he says, "You can be a spaceman now," and opens and like he's about to open the airlock. There's like a timer on it or something. Right. Yeah. Um, and then. The pretty cool gag happens uh, because they're like there's like a there's like an air duct or something that like you know they can the kids can fit through. Right. I was like, well, how the fuck is Santa gonna get out of there? Like he's big and fat. He's a big fat bitch. Right. Um, <laughs> so Santa shows up in the room and they're like, how could you get through that? You're too big. And then like all of us suddenly realized how it was like oh because you know how it's the same way you get through a chimney like the little <laughs> magic touch the finger to the nose thing yeah that was a that was actually pretty good it i was. liked that quite a bit very much so i think also that there were times where you know i just enjoyed how kitschy it was i mean sure. you know it was it wasn't something that you could have been bored with i think we all yeah. agreed that you have to watch it with people i think there's yeah. no way you could give this your entire attention that's true if you watch this by yourself you're going to be bored out of your mind yeah you're going to turn it off you'll be like oh okay this is this is stupid yeah, but if you watch it. it with people yeah. you you get a kick out of it yeah yeah it's like, it's like i thought this was going to be boring but then i was yeah. watching i was like oh this is going to be we're, good. i think we're both on the same page we were like this is just going to be like this is going to feel like it's 3 hours long and like you know, just be like super dull. Like, like I was... some of the other movies I've brought to you, you mean? <laughs> like, yeah, what could I be, you know, <laughs> what could we be, you know, referencing? <laughs> but uh, no, like, I got the feeling here, like, a lot of stuff did not look good even for its time, but I genuinely feel like they tried. Right. You know, there was, there was effort in this. I feel like they cared. That being said, like, you know, it's still very, like, sloppy Silly, and, yeah. yeah, goofy and, like, you know, th- no one's going to be, like, you know, putting Volgar and Droppo into their, you know, like, all over, like, their Christmas sweater or whatever, you know? Actually, I just got an idea. <laughs> 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 they have, like, uh, Droppo, the, the, the 
the funny guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> the part where he's like trapped underneath the bunk bed tied up and it looks uh, like he's <laughs> like in bondage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Volgar, he tied me up and he put this gag in my mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then they literally go, shut up, Droppo. <laughs> One got sexually assaulted. <laughs> Shut up, Droppo. Jesus. <laughs> Isn't Droppo just the waste? <laughs> <laughs> you always got something to complain about. <laughs> it's so interesting too that there are themes and you know motifs within this. They they did think about what they were putting on the page, even if it was executed poorly. Yeah. I mean, they were thinking about it, at least. you know, there Their was... skill didn't match their enthusiasm. Exactly. Um, because I did see... Well, for example, we talked about how, you know, the, the young kids from Mars were, you know, they were experiencing some sort of depression or something. They yeah. wanted toys, you know. Yeah. They wanted toys. seeing it. Um, well, when the young kids from Earth are brought up to Mars, they start experience. I mean, the Martian kids are, like, you know, elated. They're like, oh... Yeah, there's Santa, there's toys. I got friends. Yeah. You know, because the Earth kids are like, yeah, we'll play, whatever. Yeah, sure, dude. I mean, <laughs> while we're here. Right. <laughs> and then slowly it turns into this hostage situation even more for them where they realize, I'm homesick. I yeah. want to go home. Yeah. And, you know, you have that reversal of um, of depression onto the, the kids that are, you know, stuck on freaking sure. Mars. And it's like, oh, oh, that's... That's something that they like thought about. They yeah. wanted they wanted these things to play in more than once. Yeah, the the, the screenplay like you know while it's even and... yeah for sure it's like you know there are, there are some good ideas there. This could have been like I feel like this could have been like a good like you know forty four minute special or something sure. like you know uh, had it been produced a little bit better. Right, but I think this would have worked better if it was animated. Yeah, like I was just okay, thinking about yeah. like the Rankin Bass type uh-huh. like animation, but uh, yeah, that that would have made it a little more interesting, especially because like you could have gotten away with a lot more Martian like, ra- stuff rather and... than having the stilted makeup effects and yeah, everything. Yeah. While that was funny to us, and that's pretty much the thing that carries the movie for us, I don't know that it would have felt the like it, that it it would have played well at the time. I think everyone would have just thought it was trash. Fair. And the thing is, I think that the makeup thing, it didn't really get much better. Yeah. You know, for a while. I mean, like, you think about, like, some of the Twilight Zone specials you've seen. The only reason it looks different and better is because it's in black and white. Yeah. You know, I mean, they wore the same makeup. It's not... Yeah. yeah. You're you're not kidding yourself there. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's an all-color special for the mid-60s. I mean, you know... Yeah. They did try. There's a certain amount of forgiveness you can give it, but at the same time, like, it's still, yeah. It's, it's still obviously I mean, under par. Yeah, even for its time. Right. Um, especially the fight scenes. Hmm. Ooh, the fight <laughs> scenes. The ones that had us in stitches. Oh. So awkwardly shot, you know, poorly choreographed. The the boys are basically slapping at each other. Uh <laughs> There's a choking motion that's just so loose and un... There, there's no Badly passion angled. behind it. It, yeah. make, it makes uh, the, the the 66 Batman look like the Batman vs. Superman fight yeah. in the warehouse. <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty bad and pretty awkwardly shot. And then when you said the words awkwardly shot, I immediately thought of 
um, when the kids start freaking out in the toy room. Yes! That's literally my next note. The nightmare ending. Yes. <laughs> Santa's like laughing and the camera's like all wobbly. <laughs> <laughs> While like, you know, Volgar is getting shot by like all the toys. It, it reminded me of the trailer for Exorcist 2. <laughs> It's just, it's wobbly. Um, there are some really, like, up-close, like, shaky cam shots that you're just like, well, this wasn't merited. It's so <laughs> all over the place. Um, one prediction I made that did not come true was that uh, the the robot was going to be a part of, like, Santa's work. So, like, I thought they were going to go back. Right. Because, like, or, like, because I thought he, like... How are we possibly gonna, possibly gonna make up all this time? You know, right. and like the the robot would be there helping out. Uh, alternatively, they'd show up and like, okay, kids, we better get to work if we want to make it in time for Christmas. And Togar like, like just slaughtered everybody. <laughs> like, I've developed a taste for human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that. The ending was, in fact, probably the most disappointing part because you really did expect some sort of callback, some sort of denouement that, like, you know, really tied together everything. That word's too big for them, David. (laughs) Some sort of conclusion that really ties... No, not for the audience, for the people who made this movie. Oh. (laughs) Here I am pandering to you Listen, I respect you guys for the most part. Most of you. Except for, you know... That one guy. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. <laughs> you know who you are. He's listening. I right see now. you over there. I, can't... <laughs> I see you over there. <laughs> Come meet Zoltar. <laughs> By the way, you should go to sleep. You look tired. <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot. It's only 2 p.m. Oh, <laughs> no, you just look bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're kind of in a rut there, buddy. Maybe you should get some new clothes, put in some job applications. It's and stop kinda, listening to fucking podcasts. It's it's kind of getting a little sad. Yeah. But, yeah, unfortunately, I do feel like there could have been at least a little bit of something that helps yeah. tie back Earth into the story. Yeah. And instead, we just watched or the Or show shit. the children, you know. Yeah. Movies just didn't end well no. back then. Like, yeah. th- this is a problem with most movies, like, you know, before, I don't know, like, 19, 1970s. Uh, like there's there's rarely any good endings. Right. They Spartacus kinda, did it. <laughs> they, <laughs> they did it right. Ju- they kind of just flop over. Right. Uh, unfortunately, Spartacus also has like three hours of boring material. True. <laughs> <laughs> Got to really lead up to that ending. Huh? Rating this movie is incredibly difficult. I have no idea what to give it, so I'm gonna put it on Scott first. Sure. Oh no. Final <laughs> thoughts. I mean, I don't know. It, it's like a movie you watch. And then that's it. And it's hard to talk about. So I'm like, damn. Uh, Is it a movie we watched, though? <laughs> it's a movie we watched. You watch most movies. We, we, we enjoyed it, surprisingly. And like, I, there's I, an enjoyable uh, element to it, but I can't give it too high of a score. Yeah. It's like, what do I, what do I weigh it on? Right. Do I weigh it on its merits, or do I weigh it on how entertained I was, or do yeah. I strike a balance of it? Now it's a part. All right, I'll start then. I'll give it. I buy it on Blu-ray. <laughs> it's a good I'll, time to alcohol. Required. I'll give it a three for merit. 
I'll give it a six for enjoyment. Bring it down to like a four point five. Let's call it that. All right, that, yeah, that four point five because it is enjoyable. Sure. Yeah, it's but a, only with people. <laughs> yeah, I, I give it like a three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. Um, you need to watch it with people to get any enjoyment out of this. Fair. I'm gonna go with you on this one, Scott. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go with a three and a half as well because it's definitely not so shit tier that it's like a three. But yeah, no, like because it has like. A list of requirements and like some things that you have to understand going in like you know it's definitely uh 3.5 is is the right choice fair well so guys, you're saying my choice is the wrong choice yeah, yeah. well naturally <laughs> wrong uh, no uh well guys it's a blustery winter evening uh we're snowed in you know, all the doors are blocked and locked up. Yeah. And David's dead. And we have no food. Oh. So. Fuck. And my tummy's starting to rumble. Oh, yeah. We have those hamburger pills. Oh, that's right. One Never one mind. One Crisis one averted. One <laughs> why don't we can stuff David in the kennel? <laughs> oh, wasn't that just some great holiday fun? Let's go over to Chris, Beth, and Tyler again to talk about our next movie. Thanks, Santa. All right, let's start our next movie, The Christmas Brigade. I'm Tyler, again. I'm Beth. I'm Chris. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we're doing The Christmas Brigade, uh, and which is a sequel to The Christmas Light, which, came, uh, which we did a podcast on last year. So if you need to, go ahead and stop this episode if you really think you need context. Oh, and don't worry. There's context provided <laughs> <laughs> with this movie. Our last, our last, uh, last year's Christmas special. We talked about the Christmas lights. So we're gonna get into the sequel because, uh, as mentioned in last year's episode, like near the end of it, I, uh, I had found out as Chris was editing the episode that there, like, we were joking about like, oh, they tease a sequel in there and it'll never happen because that's what always happens with these pieces of shit. And lo and behold. The studio greenlit it. It happened. A, a studio themselves. Studio, yeah. They themselves greenlit their own sequel. It's amazing. I can't believe they got that past the big bosses there. Yeah. I can't believe they got them, that past themselves. Um, so, man, where to even fucking start? <laughs> okay, so, you know, we remember how uh, amazing the first one was. Yes. You know? It was truly a Christmas classic in the makings. Yeah, if you like Toy Story, you'll love the Christmas light. Yeah, and this one uh, somehow it's worse. Um, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. No, seriously. So I feel like I remember, you know, la- the last podcast we did. I feel like I remember saying, "I I hate this. I hate this. It's the worst thing I've ever seen." Um, I take all that back because this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Just for a little bit of context here, like, we'll get into, like, the plot of Christmas Brigade here in a second. Because I feel like it's very worth mentioning. It's, but it's, it's very uh, simple and short. Yeah. So, uh, this movie, quote-unquote, is uh, an hour and 12 minutes. It's a feature film. It's a feature film. Technically. Technically. I, I will not crown it that honor. No, because here is the, here's how this movie breaks down, right? So you have uh, you have the Christmas Brigade, then you have about three songs being sung, and then you have a recap of the first movie, 
And then you have three more songs, and then the credits finally roll. Well, you also realize, by the way, when you're watching the recap of the first movie, yes. that it's a better-looking film somehow. It looks yep. better. Uh-huh. We were talking about how shitty it was last time, well, and I was like, I admired so many things about it this yeah, time. Yeah, like, shadows and stuff. Well, yeah, like, the shadows look better. Um, the movements were, uh, like, surprisingly way more fluid. They didn't recycle a lot of, like... A lot of the movements. Like pre-rendered movements or whatever. Well, like, what is it, what is it Burton? The guy with the glasses? Yeah. Everyone who has glasses was constantly adjusting their glasses. Yeah, so, like, Burton, um, like, the little bit of screen time he had, he was just sitting there adjusting his glasses. That's all he did. I mean, Beth, you don't wear glasses. I wear glasses. Let me instruct you on the fact that we do adjust our glasses. I do wear every 15, f- seconds. 15 seconds. I do wear glasses. I just don't wear them full time like Chris because he's blind. <laughs> and a nerd. Yeah. And a nerd. <laughs> Extra blind. Probably legally. <laughs> but, uh, but hey, hey, let's give Burton some credit here because he would tell a lame joke and then he would go, I just love that one. I just love it. <laughs> he also figured out the evil man's scheme through a riddle. And does anybody remember that, how the riddle went? Hold on, hold on. So we got we have to introduce oh, no. Dr. D. Dr. Big Daddy D. <laughs> Let's, no, no, that's, so we've now introduced it as much as the movie, <laughs> as much did. As the movie has. So this yeah. man with a little mustache and crooked eyes shows up. And uh, somehow, uh, oh, shoot, who's the, ma- the main elf? What's his oh, name? Uh, uh, not Burton, but Isaac. Isaac. So Isaac shows up, doesn't really know who he is. He's, he introduces himself as Dr. D. Like, okay. So he's just sure. a guy who shows up, right? All of a sudden, the Christmas Brigade, uh, everybody else, knows who he is. Like, oh, no, it's Dr. D. It's like, how? How do you know that? <laughs> you had no idea who this guy was. He was a mystery spaceship that showed up at the Eiffel Tower in uh, Paris, <laughs> and as, as they were as they did in the movie, this, this hey, accent. You, like, no, there's a little boy standing on the Eiffel Tower, and he goes, "The Tower, it's a It's horrible. And then the camera just starts teetering back and forth to simulate the tower. So yeah, like it would it would like pan back to him, and it would literally just be like shaking for two seconds with this this. Man going, oh! <laughs> and then it goes to the Golden Gate Bridge, which also has no texture. This, yeah. movie, this movie doesn't do textures. Oh no, none of that. I shit. think I think the main uh, girl and uh, Santa had the most like texture to them. Oh yeah, like Santa in first place, and the girls the details like, in de- general. Details, yeah. Oh no, I guess Doctor D had some details. You know, he that's had, true. He was uh, tall. He wasn't fat as he, he wasn't said. fat. He had a mustache <laughs> and crooked and crooked eyes. They had to they had to manipulate his eyes. They did more work on him than the entire rest of Listen, the Listen, they film. just recycled <laughs> the other models. Um I you know, it's the things like yeah, they just but they took out all the shadowing, they took out like oh, oh, yeah. everything else out. No, they did no lighting in this movie. But yeah. uh so, <laughs> so so yeah, Dr. D, um, he uh, he gets uh, he gets uh, fucking Isaac under his control, and so he's he's taking all the uh, all the wonders of the world, I guess. And um, we make want to make like a like a little showcase. Of that's right. He's like yeah. make, it's like a museum or something. Yeah, for like a museum. That. Yeah, and I guess Santa's workshop is one of them. I guess so. so. Cool. And then like he also wants to make everybody miserable, though. Yeah, that's his goal. Yeah, um, he was miserable. Remember, he talked about how fat he was. Yeah, how, <laughs> he, had to, he had to iron his uh, shirt in the driveway. And his last picture of him was taken from a satellite. Yeah. But, okay, so then, so once he has Isaac under his control, 
uh, he and Doctor D keep talking about how like uh, like like he's under mind control, but he keeps saying that like he, oh he switched over because his benefits package is better, and like he has health insurance and uh, yeah uh, a few other things. Uh, yeah, yeah, he has. Uh, he also has. Um... A uh, percentage of the uh, of the like stock, stock options, yeah. Stock options, that yeah. has no business being in this fucking kids movie. This joke just keeps showing up, and we were wondering, like, is Doctor D based on somebody that the crew knows? Like, is this like one of their old bosses or something? Right. Like, it feels like an inside joke. It's crazy. Right. Which makes it even less funny. Yes. Those are maybe more references to uh, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. People will love it. There, mm. So, yeah, they visit Santa uh, so they can shrink him. Uh, Real fast. Actually, it's very possible these people never worked in an actual business. They assume this is how it works. Maybe. I don't <laughs> That's know. That's the other one. Well, I Santa guess. does sound like he's 20 years old. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's they did not improve man. his voice at all. No, he's just my voice <laughs> type of thing. It's like, come on. Because uh, yeah. one, one of his great line deliveries is, what? Is that on your head? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, they can't afford the actors that, you know, that we can They got Dan them. Haggerty for the first one. Here's the thing. So, not for this know, one. Nowadays, we're very spoiled with our, uh, you know, our software and our voice actors and yeah. our, you know, um, care yeah. <laughs> that people take in the movies. The animation now. director and the, uh, the writer, director, producer were the guys doing the voices for this, if you can believe it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say, so, you know, normally when we watch, like, something from the 90s, I always try to take into account, like, oh, this was, like, the 90s, this stuff was just coming out. With this, absolutely 100% no. It was just pure laziness. Well, because it's, like, I, you know, la- like, I feel like I probably even said this last time, like, I didn't give them too much credit because there were right. things that looked better than this at the time. They right. Were being pre- like, I mean, VeggieTales looked better than the Christmas light. Right. But... Like, this one in particular, like, because you get to see the first movie again within this movie, it's like, it makes it look so much worse by comparison to the point where you're thinking, like, wow, like, it's, this movie's incredibly lazy in how, in how, like, poorly it was produced. Mm -hmm. They stretch it so far. There's a lot of shots. Yeah, no, there's a lot of shots where it's just like, this shot should have been like, a few uh, seconds ago. Well, yeah, like they're like they should have cut off like so many times. There's like so much dead space. Um, there'll be parts where like Santa is supposed to be like getting cut off. Like there's he's talking to uh, Betty Beetle uh, when he's when he's all shrunk down, and like she's supposed to be interrupting him, and he's like, "Well, I have to," and then she'll say something. That's like, the worst fucking thing. Like I would be able to forgive it so much more. If they just had Betty fucking Beetle interrupt him instead of talking five seconds after he was in the middle of a sentence. Exactly. I'd also forgive him if they just didn't make the whole movie at all. Betty the Beetle could. (laughs) (laughs) Betty the Beetle can get right up the fuck out of here because she's worthless. (laughs) She didn't do anything. Listen, she, she she wasted time. Yeah, like she sings a song about bugs dying in twenty three days. Uh, she wastes, you know, par- a a portion of a day of her life, of her short fucking life, her short miserable fucking life. Singing to Santa. Singing to Santa Claus, and then flies him over to the desk while he goes, oh oh, don't drop me now. Hold on tight. I'm, you know, I don't. It's a long fall. I don't really want to be dropped right now, guys. 
Am I right, fellas, ladies and gent, ladies you and think germs? That, you think when they're recording the audio there, they had the movie playing for him, like he was like. You know, I wonder if it was because the the lip sync was better in the first one. Oh yeah, no, there's actually lip sync in the first one. This one has like the wah, moves, wah, wah, yeah, wah, the, wah, the, wah. the the mouths moving up and down. The first one had like they actually had a few mouth uh, uh, variances to it. Yeah, this one had none of that. So. Uh, you know they're talking about like because I think it's like midnight. It's it's Christmas Eve, and at midnight, uh, this guy is is going to shrink down Santa's workshop, and uh, that'll that you know then he'll execute his plan. Doctor D himself has made this you know ingenious plot. So, uh, it strikes midnight. It gets shrunk down. So does the ship, and like while they're in there, uh, you know. There's well before that before he gets to shrink it down the sh- the ships are shrunk down somehow and they're fl- they're just flying in a circle around Santa's office and uh, the whole time I was just thinking because Santa wasn't even shrunk down in the first part I was like dude it's Christmas Eve shouldn't you be getting ready to leave for your like miraculous you know like eight hour round the world trip. <laughs> Like, I don't know, maybe Santa works things differently in this universe, but... Uh, well, he pauses time, I guess. I guess, yeah, he just freezes time. I don't know. But, like, I was, like they finish it off, and then Santa's standing around having a Christmas party with these guys. It's, uh, Sa- I'm like, dude, Santa, it's Christmas. Go deliver fucking presents. What are you doing? Oh, yeah, it even shows it's, like, 12 o'clock... Uh, yeah it's like midnight and it's like what are you doing this is like your whole this is this is your your day of the year buddy (laughs) so they do all that right and they uh you know i guess they they have a fight with the the villain yeah sort of ish did they not show anything no so here's what happened rather an implied fight happens and then he's in he's apprehended well they get well i don't even think that happens because like they they uh they're like, oh, because the riddle happens, right? Yeah. Uh, Dr. D tells um, Burton, who just loves his fucking riddles, and he's like, what kind of hamburger uh, can, can tell. tell your fortune? That's what it was. And uh, he's like, oh, I want to figure out the riddle. I want to figure it out. And then, like, as they're flying away, uh, Dr. D has lied to uh, to the crew, saying that if they go at... Uh, at high Christmas light speed, they'll be able to be able to get out. But what actually because ha- they would actually explode if that happens. But if they go at medium <laughs> Christmas light speed, they'll be okay. Shit will oh, be fine. Oh, now I get and it. So, That's what they want the audience to. Oh, a medium hamburger. If you go. <laughs> it's not personally exaggerating the voice. Yeah. No. So. Yeah, Tyler is not exaggerating at all. That's how he talked. And anytime he did it, anytime he impersonated it, I just wanted to blow up our whole house with us in it. Start mixing ammonia and bleach. <laughs> if I see her boiling gasoline on that, <laughs> I know what's happening here. Nope, nope, you're dying with us, Chris. The napalm going. <laughs> so, you know, Christmas is saved somehow. They get out of the ship and then everything's fine all of a sudden. They do not expect explained in any fucking way what happens to dr d how they like got everything back to normal it just suddenly happens and he was apprehended and he's complaining i uh oh yeah he's complaining about prison food that's the only thing that they tell us and then they have a uh like three songs and then they recap the first movie somebody asked 
oh, Santa, what happened in the first movie? How did the prison brigade come to be? He's like, well, well, Tim, actually, I almost didn't make an actual Santa Claus voice. Well, Timmy, this is how it happened. And then they they and then they voice over the first movie. They didn't they they play the first movie. They didn't have any of the audio for the first movie play. Yeah. They just had like Santa would occasionally come in with Santa and Burton, and Burton commentary yeah. on it. And they played the entirety of it. They played the entire fucking thing. Like spaces and all. And there's no like I said, remember there's no dialogue from the first one. It's just it's just like occasionally they'll pop in with a Oh yes, I remember that happening. I was very angry. That's the most angry I've ever been. So you know, coming off of the last movie that I talked about with uh, Scott and David, um, I guessed a bunch of, I predicted a bunch of things that happened in that movie at the very beginning of this. I have not seen anything about this movie except for the fact that it exists, and I was like, they're probably gonna recap the first movie. They're probably gonna use a ton of footage from the first movie in this and it didn't happen for the first half so i was like oh okay i guess it's not gonna happen we were like oh you know give them some credit at least they didn't do that and then they did it for the second half and then the second half they had three more songs and then the movie ended well because yeah i was like i was like oh god like we were just like going oh another another song another song yeah and then i was like i made a joke about how like oh they're gonna do like three more songs and then then it'll be over and then it fucking happened again so i don't know have we stressed that the songs they're using are not their original songs yeah well because they i mean they did like what maybe three original songs they have like the christmas brigade theme Uh uh-huh uh Uh, betty the beetle betty the beetle song and then i think one more somewhere? I don't know if there was, do you? I think they re-sang the Christmas Brigade one. Yeah, they re-sang that one. I remember well, they, yeah, it. they sing it twice at the end. Yeah. Uh, you get to hear the Christmas Brigade is the Christmas Brigade and the Christmas Brigade and here is going, here. Oh, that's right! Yeah. <laughs> and that's right. And oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah. No, it's, uh, it's a real masterpiece of something. Yeah. <laughs> Cinema was the word you're looking for. A masterpiece of cinema. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I'm pretty certain Scorsese wouldn't call this cinema. <laughs> what if Scorsese there's did a, call this cinema? This, there's an old joke. <laughs> it's like, that's not relevant anymore. <laughs> oh, everyone's still mad about it. Everyone's still like saying, like, yeah, the Irishman sucks because it's long. I mean, I sat through the entirety of Endgame. But it's always it's always people who talk about Marvel in like the same sentence. By the way, who uh, hate the Irishman. Anyway, in a year and some since this podcast, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, fuck that guy, <laughs> fuck both of them." Yeah, I, I hate Marvel. They, now. they they both jumped the shark. Yeah. <laughs> so are are we good to go for? Uh, uh, I suppose so. Like, yeah. I any final else thoughts? I want to say to this, <laughs> Beth. I feel like you have some final thoughts that are not really I built mean, up inside of you. <laughs> you. You want me to go ahead and give my rating yeah. along with yeah. this? So, I mean, literally, I give this thing a zero. Like, it was... Zero. Yeah, it was horrible. Like, it's the... I don't want to say it's the worst thing I've ever seen, but this was just... It was complete garbage. It's up there. Yeah, it's it's really, really up there. It's really, really bad. So, I I could not stand watching it. <laughs> I had to take some ivy from it. <laughs> See, you know how... Uh, there's like different ways to measure temperature. There's like, you know, it's like Kelvin, yeah. Celsius, Fahrenheit, right? This yeah. is a zero in Celsius. Okay. So, it's, <laughs> so it's, you know, actually, actually zero. So it's, it's just, it's so you're rating it as a zero? It's like, yeah. It's like, it's like zero. Is right, zero, zero? Or is, maybe it's a zero in Kelvin, I guess, would be the actual absolute zero, right? <laughs> it's an absolute zero. zero. Man, you yeah. guys are really harsh. I only gave it a negative two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
This I is can't not, believe this I'm is, nicer. This is not <laughs> deathbed rating dog. So no, I hated that. See, like, retroactively, I would rate deathbed lower. I'd give deathbed, like, a negative 10. It's genuinely one of the worst movies I've ever seen. This, about a negative 2. It's about that bad. Yeah, I haven't seen Deathbed. I'm not going to. Oh, but. no. <laughs> David Young, you fuck. <laughs> Man, guys, we sure did have a great time watching all these terrible movies. I just wish that everyone could have been here. <gasps> Who's that at the door? Hey, I'm David Cantu. This is the best Christmas ever. Thank you, Santa. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to leave a review and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. For updates on this show and their other projects, get your parents' permission to go to IlluminationCinema.com.